What's going on? Welcome to Don't Cut Me Off, Let Me Finish. I am G Weave. I am back in the building. Got a lot of shit to talk about. A lot of dumb people saying a lot of dumb things. So you know how I get down, man. I'm going to bring it to you, man. Give you my opinion. And lay it all out on line for you, you know what I'm saying? So let's get this party started, man. Like I said, I'm rejuvenated and I'm back, baby. Let's get it in. What's going on, y'all? Man. Shit. I've been gone for a minute. But it's all good. I'm about to get ready to give y'all some content, you know what I'm saying? And for sure, you know, I'm going to start off with um, Chris Boussard. And the reason I'm starting off with him is because it's very simple, man. Dude going to basically make a comment that sounds stupid to me. Make an ignorant, dumb comment. Again, I talk about it all the time. You're on TV, so instead of giving good content, you want to be an entertainer. Which is which is fine. But understand, you can be an entertainer and still give give good content. You don't want a situation where you're saying dumb shit just to have the entertainment part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like you hear Perkins to say something stupid. Stephen A to say something stupid, you know. And again, respecting somebody's opinion, but sometimes you're just not making no sense. Stephen A have a tendency, he don't want to be challenged. He don't want nobody to say anything that sounds correct. Anything that you say that sounds correct to him is incorrect. That's part of the entertainment game. Same thing with Skip Bayless. Uh, you got to say something outlandish. That's just off the charts because that's what moves the needle, right? But it also makes you see like, man, what what kind of retarded shit is that? But sliding back to my boy, Chris Boussard. So we all know this Boston Celtics series is uh, tied. Well, 1-1, but now it's 2-1. But he is going to make the statement that if Boston don't win the game, the first game at home, they're going to lose the series. Now, what type of dumb freaking statement is that? Well, a fucking statement is that. Why in the fuck would you sit there and say, just because they lose a game at home, that they're going to lose the whole series? Are you foreseeing this? Do you already have the knowledge that we don't know? That they're going to win? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, <clears throat> are you some type of psychic? You got a 1-800 line? 1-800 call Chris Boussard? Because that has got to be one of the most dumbest comments from a professional analyst I've ever heard. If you've seen these series, they've been going seven. So... What would make you make a comment like that but just to say something dumb? And I'm shocked because I never would expect that to come out of his mouth. But you know what? 
I had to start thinking about it. He has been saying a lot of dumb shit lately. But again, it's him making his own and having his own opinion. Even if it's dumb as hell. And that was dumb. Because just because Boston won today doesn't mean that they're going to win the series. You have to let the game play out. You have to let the game play out. Just let it finish. Then we can make a statement. If they go up 3-1, then you can make that statement. 2-1, no. Now, if Boston win again, then it's over. It's a good chance that Boston's going to win. But whether it was Boston going up 2-1, Golden State going up 2-1, the most important game is the fourth game. It's a must-win game. And whoever loses the must-win game, it's a good chance that you're going to lose. So I have to say, Chris Boussard, but you saying dumb shit, Okay. And you get to shut the fuck up, Horn. Now, moving on. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen Naismith. So once again, this brother just don't understand the importance of having good, clean content without saying stupid ignorant shit but remember this is someone who thinks that he's some type of commentator a god a commentating god if it's not Skip Bayless it's Jim Rome it's any of these analysts on TV that think they just know everything and that they're better than you half of the guys on there are not even athletes Okay, like I said, they're wannabe jocks, but they think that their their content is better than yours. No one's is better than no one's. Everyone just has an opinion, just like me. Just have an opinion. Some have good opinions, some have bad opinions, but in the end, it's an opinion. But when you started saying someone shouldn't be supporting their coach or their team just because you don't like them now you sound like an idiot and today when I looked at the CJ McCollum kind of put Stephen A in his place now Stephen A didn't backpedal and he's not going to backpedal because he's an arrogant cocky person and he think he knows everything and he was basically taken down on his own show. But see, Stephen A makes sure he go up against people that he can just destroy. Well, he thinks he's destroying. But him and J.J. Reddick, uh, C.J. McCollum and J.J. Reddick, really just got in on him. Like, well, what is the problem with Westbrook supporting Darvin Ham and Darvin Ham supporting Westbrook and letting you know, look, Westbrook is a great player still. And it's about... Everybody getting on the same page, putting Westbrook in a position to be successful, and everybody locking in on both ends of the floor. What would make 
Stephen A. say that he shouldn't have been there. Pure hating. That's all. Bringing up stuff like the Lakers talking about. The Lakers ain't saying nothing about trading Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook hold all the power. He the one has the player option. And it's a good chance ain't no team going to take a chance on Russell Westbrook. Even if I do think he still can play at a high level. Some teams, the price tag, they don't want to take that price tag. But you hating on somebody, first of all, supporting the new coach, the coach supporting the player. You want some weird shit, man. Like, come off your high horse, bro. Turn back into the old Stephen A where you had good kind of motherfuckers don't want to watch your show, bro. Like, you just a fucking hater. Have some good content where somebody can actually be like, you know what? That makes sense. But don't just sound like a pure hater, though. You get this bread. You get this money. Money ain't everything, bro. Your integrity is the most important thing that you should be wanting to maintain. Financial security, of course. Everybody wants that. But when you got it, do you have to sell your soul? Come on, bro. You a soulless commentator, bro. You and Skip Bayless suck. Pure haters. Have an opinion that makes sense, bro. Stop hating on other people that have their opinion. You got clowned on your own show. You look like an idiot. You said something dumb. And you so you so freaking uh, uh, cocky and arrogant, you don't even want to own up when you make a mistake. It would have been smooth for you to be like, you know what, brothers? Y'all right. You know, the way I spent that was wrong. You right. No, not him. No, I'm not backpedaling. No, I'm not. Oh, man, you don't want to take an L. You take an L all the time, bro. You take an L by hating on people's money. You take an L on hating on players. You take an L on asking, uh, demanding that coaches be fired. Come on, man. These people, just like you, have families, have bills. Come on, bro. Lead that up to the organization. You know, when you make a mistake, own up to it. Be a man. You too old to continue to be doing the shit that you're doing, man. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just are, bro. You, if you can't handle two educated brothers with the knowledge of the game, who's played the game, and can address a situation better than you, because all you do is watch, observe, and have an opinion. These brothers played. They're on a team. They understand. They're supportive. What's wrong with that? That's what made you look so dumb. You look like an idiot. God. Stephen Naismith. Always running his goddamn. But anyway, Boston Celtics over. Of the Boston series want to win the championship. And Boston just have a different type of pedigree. And I think it's, it's a good chance they can win. I'm not saying but it's looking like it. But I want to address the elephant in the room on the situation. How fucking valid this mother's scenario where Chuck Daly told him, look, and grabbing rebounds. Situation. This is the Golden State Warriors that has great shooters, but also allows other players to be able to participate in scoring as well. Why in the fuck all this time Draymond Green has not attempted to work on his goddamn game? 
How in the hell you don't have a jumper? How in the hell you don't have no type of mid-range type of post move? And you nigga, Charles Barkley would destroy your ass easily. Every player, every power forward that was an all-star in the 90s would destroy your ass because you're getting destroyed by players now. Give you a hand clap. You can fucking play defense. Good. Going to the Hall of Fame. Playing defense. But the difference is, motherfucker, you on a team in which they lose at this nigga's five fucking minutes. This nigga didn't even score six fucking points. Fucking um, podcast and talk shit. Nigga, why don't you focus on your game, dude? Why are you keep talking, dude? And I get it. Whatever. You can do what you want to do. You arrogant. But that's how it get when you got money. You got a little power. You can do that. Because you a broke nigga. You ain't. You ain't. It don't matter. You don't matter. Okay? You don't matter at all. But when you got a little power. You, and you can flex. You got a little voice. You got a lot of people behind you. You know a lot of people. So you think you can just do what you want to do. <clears throat> but the, the point of the being is, bro. You not helping your team, dog. Shut that podcast down, man, and focus on your game. Focus on helping your team win. What are you doing? You suck, bruh. And I'm keeping it 100. You suck. <clears throat> Just can't believe that you get away. Lack of offense. You're going to have people support you. Your players, you're supposed to. I would too. But I'm looking at your stat line, brother. 35 minutes, two points, one for four from the field goal, four by two, for 11 rebounds, five assists. What the fuck is that? The other fuck is on the goddamn bench. But you know how to hold defense. You know how to agitate other players. Unique talent in doing that. But you're a hindrance. On your team when it comes to offense. Because you can't hit a fucking jump shot. You ain't got no goddamn post move. You need to keep Charles Barkley's name out of your mouth. Any great player out of your mouth. Because you can't do nothing with none of them. And you so disrespectful. Just because Charles don't got a ring. Don't mean shit. It's a lot of great players that ain't got no ring. And my brother. You wouldn't have a ring if you was, wasn't on the team that you had. We put your ass on. If you got... Drafted by the Detroit Pistons, you wouldn't have no goddamn ring. Matter of fact, I don't even think that you will be starting the league because you suck. If you were the team that didn't have no shooters that basically hide all your flaws, you would not be nowhere near the Hall of Fame. The only way and the only reason you're in the Hall of Fame is because of your defense. You can run a little bit of point. You can throw some cysts around. You can set some picks. You can shut down some teams and hit a couple shots here and there. But overall, you suck. <clears throat> and after every game, you want to get on your podcast and talk. Don't nobody want to hear you, bruh. You should be locked in on trying to figure out how to win a fucking championship and not talk shit about anything. Don't nobody want to hear nothing you got to say. Talk your shit after the fucking playoffs is over. Damn, you annoying. Damn, that's annoying. Your stat line is annoying. 16, nigga, if you learned how to have a jumper, 
if you learn how to have some game, you can probably go out there and score 17, 18 points to help your team win. They needed 17 points. Draymond, can you give them 17? No, you can't. But you can sure run your damn mouth. That shit crazy to me, man. God damn. Excuse me, I, I just I just don't understand that shit, man. This dude is weak. When it comes to helping his team on the offensive end, I ain't trying I don't give a care about the defensive part. They need buckets, bruh. Cause if Clay not hitting, if Curry is struggling, if Poole is struggling, if Wiggins ain't got it that day. God damn, you can't even step in and give 10, 12, 13, nothing? Two, four? Come on, bruh. Three games. You ain't averaged double digits in points scored. You ain't hitting no jumpers. But you want to talk shit. 35 minutes, two. 35 minutes, nine. 38 minutes, four. That sucks. You suck. If you just would have gave the game you gave in Dallas with Dallas where you had 31 minutes, 17 points, 6 for 7 from the field, 6 rebounds, 9 assists. Okay, now we talking about something, Dre. Because if you could have did that game today, your team won by one. But no, you too focused on the wrong shit, bro. When the offseason comes, you're getting paid too much money. Focus on getting better and hitting open shots and hit, having some type of offense. So your team, when they're struggling to score, you can at least do that. <sighs> man, you just a poor excuse, bro. You a poor man's Dennis Rodman. That's why I say you're a poor man's Dennis Rodman, bro. You really are. And you're only getting into the Hall of Fame. I can tell you this. The only reason you're getting in, bro, is because of the two players you're playing with. And that's it. If you was with any other team, nothing. Think about Dennis. Dennis did his thing with <clears throat> almost every team he went to, from Detroit to L.A. to Dallas to the Bulls. He was playing at a high level on defense and grabbing rebounds, but that was his job. That was his job. He never was asked to score. Bro, you in a new age, you got to be able to hit an open shot. <clears throat> you got a broke jumper. You have no offensive skill. Man, keep your mouth shut when it when it when it when it when it comes to talking about Barkley, bro. Go go away. Go away. Go work on your game this offseason, please. If y'all don't win a championship this year, it's because of you. I don't care what they're talking about. You did all that talking, wasn't dedicated in getting that ring, and you want to sit there and talk instead of working on how you can get better for the next game. Moving on. This nigga get the horn. Go away. Drum line and horn. Go the fuck away, Draymond. Go to sleep, bro. Work on your game. Come back when you get some game, bro. You should be ashamed of yourself.
That stat line is horrendous. Moving on to Aaron Rodgers. So. <sighs> Aaron Rodgers. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> he's a great player. But he's not a leader. He's just a player that can give you all the beautiful stats. But he just proved, without a doubt, that he is not a leader. And this is this is who the Green Bay Packers $200 for, for out <clears throat> and don't want to take accountability. So if you hear the, heard his interview, he wants the players to worry about getting better, reading the book, because reading the book is different from being on the field. And when we when, when when I finally when we finally do get on the field, we want to temper our expectations because this is a new set, a new group. Uh we don't we don't have Devontae, but I believe that with the with the receivers we got that we can be successful, but I want to temper the expectations. Okay. So first of all, we're tempering the expectations because you refuse to take time out to get lined up with your receivers in the off season to get an immediate impact so it can it can it can happen immediately when you step on the field. Instead, you want to work through the kinks when you're ready to come onto the field. What the fuck is that? <clears throat> That's like a general who's leading the army who has the game plan who has the experience, who knows the layout of the land where they're going to be battling in. And him saying, soldiers, I want you guys to go out into the field. You guys read the manual. You read, you read, you read the war plan. I want you to go out there, work on it, do the best you can do. And we'll see what happens. What I'm going to do is I'm going to chill. I'm going to sit back here at the base. I'm going to send you guys off. We're going to see how, how things going to go. What type of shit is that? You're going to get them people killed. If you're a general, you know the game plan. You know the layout of land leading your team. You're putting your team and your soldiers in good positions to be successful. <clears throat> why is this motherfucker, why he don't want to be better, man? And he's so worried about what people think about him. Man, at this point, it's not about whether or not You get another ring or not. It's about you leading by example. Why is it that. You can't get out there. With your teammates. <clears throat> right away. Why is it you have to wait. 
to build chemistry. You see Russell Wilson out the gate with his young receiving core. He jumped right on it. Tom Brady, first time with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he jumped right on it. It's just a difference, man, in leaders. And someone that really takes the responsibility. You are the best player on the team. Dollars. You don't want to lead by example. Your example is poor. Man, if I was a receiver on that team, I'm like, damn, dude. And you don't even want to take the time out and get up with your receiving core and just try to build some chemistry and build that shit all the way into the playoffs. Look, fuck that. <clears throat> I got a whole new receiving core. I'm meeting with these guys fresh out, fresh out the gate. I'm coming to <clears throat> non-voluntary um, workouts. I'm coming to voluntary workouts, and I'm going to be here for the preseason. I'm going to spend all my time trying to get a connection with my receivers because I know that they're going to look, look to me to lead them. And I'm going to take up the mantle and show them, listen, we're going to do this. We're going to get this done. We're going to get on point so we can win a championship. He ain't about championships. <clears throat> he ain't never been about championships to me. The passion is where. Nobody want to hear these hypothetical conversations, bro. It ain't that fucking hard, bro. It's fucking football, fam. Line up. Throw the ball to your receivers. Get a rapport with them. So you can set your team up to be successful. Don't I want to hear all this deep thought? It ain't, dog. Football is not deep thought, bro. <clears throat> you get out there, you learn the book. It's just like going to school. It's just like going to college. It's just like learning, learning, learning history, learning math. You have to study. But repetition is what make you get better. How, 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 how good you can hold, how good you can remember helps you do well in tests. It ain't no, oh, man, hey, I'm going to read the book today. And I'll go ahead and take the test tomorrow. It don't work like that. Sometimes you got to study for weeks. Sometimes you got to do things over and over again for a long time in order for you to get good at it. <clears throat> and ain't it just simple as just walking through the door and throwing the balls. No, you have to build up a relationship that has been worked on over a long period of time. Why wouldn't you want to do that? And Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. But bro, you have been failing, bro. You haven't been showing up in the biggest moments, man. What make you think that you can just walk in the door? You don't have the best receiver in football anymore. It ain't sweet. You need to come in out the gate trying to build a rapport with your team. You shouldn't be taking no time off. You should be working with them in the summertime, in non-voluntary uh, uh, minicamp, and in and mandatory minicamp, and preseason, all the way to the regular season. That shows somebody that's serious about leading this team and taking up the responsibility of being the best player on the team. <clears throat> but not you, bro. You want to go play golf. <clears throat> you know? You want to hang out and do all this extra stuff because you don't care. To me, you don't. And it's just an opinion. And you don't like when people give opinions. You want everybody to bend over and kiss your ass. <clears throat>
Bro, it is what it is. You're not a leader. Your hypothetical conversations, you telling them what the players need to do and what they need to focus on. Other receivers going to tell you how what type of guy I am. No, why don't you go in there and tell them what type of guy you is? Why don't you go in there as a man and, and talk to, to your new receivers and help them to get better? Why you got to rely on somebody else to do it? Why? It's not Randall Cobb's job to do that. You and Randall Cobb got a rapport already. You ain't got a rapport with uh, Sammy Watkins. You ain't got a rapport with Watson. You ain't got a rapport with the other receivers. Why don't you go do that yourself? Why in the fuck you got to listen to Cobb? Yeah, this is how Aaron likes it. This is what Aaron wants to do. Lame, bro. You are a lame leader. You suck. So what you're doing is, though, you're, making the, you, you're getting the out, though, because once you start getting there and receivers dropping balls and the timing is off, Hey, I told you guys, temper, temper the expectations. Russell Westbrook's trying to get a ring. Brady trying to get a ring. Out the gate, he putting in work with his receivers. But see, Brady is a lion. Russell Westbrook is a lion. These are generals that are leading their team. Brady is a leader. Brady is trying to make players better, and he does make players better. Brady going to get in your face. He going to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. Work on your game. Get in the gym. When I'm throwing these routes, hit that route when you're supposed to. Of course you're supposed to study, but you are supposed to be there. A general can't lead a team if he ain't leading from the front, but he's leading from the back. Guide me. Lead me. Tell me what I need to do. Put me in a good position. What's the plan? Dude is just lame, man. He really is, man. And 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 that and that just made it more evident. The Packers are man, listen. You're not going to win no championship with a person like that. You just not. And he don't care, man. Like I said, man. He want to just try to talk. Hey, man, you don't have to be the smartest person in the room all the time, dude. Football is Xs and Os, not Team coming together, everybody working on plays, everybody trying to get better. Reading your playbook, learning it, learning the routes, learning your defense, learning how to read offenses and defenses, all that type stuff, bro. That just come with repetition. Stop making it like it's some type of rocket science class where you're learning how to build a rocket or an engine so you can get to the moon. No. Bro, no. It's football where you create, design plays, and you need a quarterback and you need receivers that can run your routes, that can that can catch your balls, that can read and understand. 
Aaron knows this already. But again, he want to put himself where, hey, I'm here. I know what to do. Y'all need to figure it out. This is the same man that you drop a pass, he won't go back to you. You seen what he did in that championship game. Lazar dropped a pass earlier. Lazar opened late. He didn't throw it. He threw it into double coverage. That's a low IQ quarterback. Had an opportunity to run for either a touchdown or a first down. He threw it again in the back of the end zone to a double cover receiver. And I believe it was Adams. And that was a game against Tampa Bay. This guy just don't have big game moments when it counts. He's not reliable. <coughs> He's somebody that will lead you to death. He's somebody to get half your squadron killed and he'll blame it on the soldiers. They didn't train hard enough. Come on, man. Take some accountability. That shit is annoying. Man, that's weak. It's just terrible, dude. It's just terrible, though. He just don't have no fucking understanding that you need to be there. You are the best player on the team now. Devontae is gone. You need to be there building a rapport with your receivers out the gate. You don't need to wait. You trying to win a Super Bowl, bruh. You're not here just to waste time and collect money. You're here to win a championship. Today, man, I just wanted to get back on here, get on the grind, get my groove back a little bit. I usually go a little longer. I'm not going to go that long today. Uh, just getting off my job. I just wanted to say these things because I see these things. You read these things. And just the pure stupidity of some of these athletes that we, that we watch. And these sportcasters that just has no understanding of how to critique a player or critique a game without sounding like nonsense. And Kevin Durant is so right about Stephen A. Smith, dude. He's just terrible. You don't want to watch him, man. You don't want to watch somebody like Skip because they just entertain him and they're, they're not giving you great content when it comes to their opinion. But you respect it, but it's like you know it's entertainment half the time. You want to sit and talk and belittle people. Somebody don't say something you don't like. You want to talk shit. You see what he did to Max? Whoever that other guy, Red Bull, Red Ball, whatever his name is. He can get people where he can try to know that he going to shine. Get somebody like Perk. You can kill Perk. Perk always saying something stupid. He has some good points every now and then, but come on, man. He always saying something that don't make no sense. That's why you like a commentator like Jalen Rose. You like a commentator like J.J. Riddick. They break that shit down. They, they, that shit be on point. 
And even if it's sometimes they may be wrong, but you respect their opinion. Because they ain't hating. They just being pure and saying something authentic. CJ McCullum, educated, got up there, murdered him. And he was just, and it, and it was a, such a pure fact. And, 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 and Stephen A was just so 100% wrong. He had his ass handed to him. And he couldn't swallow his own pride to, understand, to say that he made a mistake. No, his thing is, that's his opinion. That's fool. That's cool. That's your opinion. But it was a foolish opinion. And it was unnecessary. It didn't make no sense. Make sense when you talk, bro. That didn't make no sense. Own it. Don't run from it. Own it. But I'm glad that he got smashed on his show. Skip gets smashed all the time by Shannon, so we see that daily. Cause he he just he just terrible. <laughs> but other than that, guys, I appreciate you. You know I always do. I'm gonna try to keep a steady dose of conversation with you guys. Other than that, I'm just going to let you guys go. I'm going to ride out of here, man, and I'll see you guys again for sure. You already know. That's how I do, man. Other than that, you guys, peace and love, and I'll see you again. I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. Side this, side this. Son las 3 a.m. y me acordé de ti. Mi nota no es la misma si tú no estás aquí. Nadie me lo hace como tú lo haces. Contigo mi mente vuela sin meterme un pase. Te quiero ver pa' quitarnos la ropa. Que el humo nos arropa. Ponle seguro a la recámara. Y acércate a la cámara. Como sucedería.